Welcome back to the Siloam Plus Podcast. My name is Josh Watford, and across the desk from me is... John Nicholson's here. So you're probably tired of us already, but... Uh, oh, don't say that. Folks are <laughs> engaged and uh, enjoying this. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they are. I hope that, I'm sure I, they are. Seriously, I hope that you ha- enjoy this half as much as Josh and I enjoy it, uh, even though we're spotty and, and being able to pump these out on a regular basis. It, these conversations are so good, and I, so, and I just appreciate the time yep. with you, Josh. I mean, it really is good for me. Yeah, we've been saying when the mic's been off how much fun this <laughs> is and all that, so thanks for saying that on air. Uh, yeah, man, course, hey, but, yeah, right. it, it, it really has been fun. Uh, again, when we started this podcast, we never thought anybody else would ever even listen. Exactly. To it. Uh, but um, we just enjoy talking about it. So whether or not you enjoy it or not, we, we hope you do. But John and I enjoy it Absolutely. probably more than, than you guys do. We're still so. looking for five stars from Diane. But, uh, you know, anyway. No, she changed that. Oh, did yeah, we get five? Yeah, Thank we have you, five Diane. stars from <laughs> Diane Jower, So uh, that is a very elusive award. Amen. So we're thankful for that. Anyways. Uh, second to the last section of the Lord's Prayer that we're going to be dealing with. And it reads Matthew 6, 13. Uh, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So are we praying for God not to lead us to temptation? Does God lead us into temptation, Josh? Well, the Bible says he doesn't. So what, what's what's Jesus doing here? So I, I'm trying to remember exactly how you preached on this. But here's something that, that I point out often. You know, you think about probably the clearest. Uh, there, there's well, there's there's two very clear passages in the Old Testament. One is Abraham. Mm-hmm. Uh, God tells Abraham to kill his kid, to sacrifice his only his his child of promise, Isaac. Now, is that a temptation or a test? Because our translations all say test. Mm-hmm. But temptation and test are the same word. Well, I'd have to go back and do my homework in Hebrew. I know it's the same in the Greek. Same word in the Greek. Yeah. But we translate it different we ways. It. Temptation or test. And so they seem to be the two sides of the same coin. You know, you think of Job. Satan comes, says, you know, I've just been... God says, where you been? Just been hanging out on earth. And he's like, well, have you considered my servant Job? And God says, all right, you can do whatever you want to with him. Just don't touch him don't touch the, first, the first time. And then the second time, he's like, you can do whatever you want to to him. Just don't kill him, right? And so then God go, or uh, Satan does all this stuff to Job. And Job's crying out to God. And God comes back and says, you know, who darkens my counsel with wisdom without knowledge? This is cold comfort, man. Right? Wow. Yeah. Gird your loins like a man, and yeah. I'll ask you questions. Uh, and so Satan's not even brought up after those first few things. Yeah. And so God's doing this in, uh, in, in some way. He's, he's testing Job. And we say God tests, but Satan tempts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the difference is, you know, you think about those really mean teachers you had in high school. And you, you just felt like they were giving you a test to fail you. Wanting to fail you. Just wanting you to fail that test. And Satan, that's what he does. You know, he'll throw things at you in order for you to fall. Yeah. God will put situations in our life, put people in our life, put... Uh, whatever's going on in our life, not so that we would fall, but so that we would grow stronger. Yeah. I think First Peter, when he compares us to 
fire or, or put gold put in fire. And he says the the testing of our faith produces that endurance yeah. that's needed. And so, yeah, that's that was kind of rambling. No, that's good point. stuff. But yeah, when when I think of lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, we can pray that God's going to still put these tests Test in them. our lives. And I think one of the one of the highlights for me, one of the places that I begin to understand what's going on here, is to look back at the rest of the prayer. What have I been praying? I want yeah. your kingdom to come, not mine, yeah. or not ours even. We want your kingdom. I, we need you to provide daily bread, not me. Who am I depending on? I need you to forgive me or forgive us our debts as we are forgiving others. Mm-hmm. And so this temptation and the ultimate temptation, this traces all the way back to Genesis 3, is that we would become gods, that we will provide for ourselves. We'll take care of our daily bread, thank you very much. Or we'll create our own little kingdom and we'll rule it ourselves, thank you very much. Or we'll decide who gets forgiven or who doesn't. This prayer is, lead me not to temptation. Don't lead me not to a place where I'm tempted to become, to put myself on the throne that rightly, rightfully and only belongs to you. Or... And this is one of the issues with, you know, there's a lot of chatter about Christian nationalism that's out there. I wanted to bring that up in our discussion about your kingdom. Well, come. we can bring that back because it, it comes full circle again. It, it all connects. But this is that temptation that we want to erect our version or our ideal of what this looks like so that we can rule it. No. Let's let God rule through us. Lead me not to that temptation. Yeah. And, the, and the whole reason we're praying that is because we know we will fail. Mm-hmm. You know, Don't test me, God. I know I will fail. Yeah. Uh, and this kind of comes on the heels of Matthew 4, where Jesus is tempted by Satan yes. in the desert. And I think it's Luke. I don't know if Matthew mentions it. But he says that the Spirit leads him into the wilderness, knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. I believe Jesus knew what was going to happen. He fasts for 40 days, then he's tempted by Satan three different times for Jesus to essentially use his divinity to bail out his humanness. Yeah. And, you know, how is Jesus going to reign? How is he going to be the servant uh, that he's come to earth to be? And so for us, I think we can connect that a little bit. You know, how are we going to do these things that we're already being praying about? You know, are are we going to be tempted to not forgive? Are we going to be tempted to uh, give our life over to the worries of this world to you know make sure we have uh, abundant food and abundant right. clothing and and all that kind of stuff? And you know, are we going to be tempted in the context of even just this section on prayer, are we going to be tempted to uh, uh, pray in such a way that is pretentious, pray in such a way that is, you know, self-serving, right. so on and so forth? Um, and, yeah, I mean, he's already talked about several temptations in the context of this prayer. Yeah. Um, Which yeah, all those go into this. And that brings up, again, the utility of Praying this prayer often, and I'll remind you, and uh, it was an it was an aha moment for me when I when I went back and discovered that in the Didache, around fifty A.D. or so, or A.D. fifty, I should say, um, 
you know, shortly after and this is the early years of the church, that uh, um, uh, that they're being instructed to pray this prayer three times a day. Yeah, you know, and and we're concerned that we're praying it once a month or once a week. You know, that maybe we're praying it too much. No, I mean we're not praying it enough because this this is constantly reorienting us. It's us checking the compass to be sure that we're headed in the right. Or to use a more current example, you know, that, that Google Maps is leading us to the right right address. Yeah. This yeah. is this this is that reorienting thing. And so when we're out of line there if we are facing that temptation to assert our own authority or you know individually or in community we need to step back and say okay god what are you doing here yeah yeah and my mind also for this deliver us from evil i'm i'm reminded oh, wow. of uh, the passage in second corinthians where it says that there will, god will always provide a way, way out. out yeah there is never a moment in our life where we are forced to sin. That's right. When we're forced to do evil. There has never been in the whole context of human history where someone has been forced to do that. Yeah. God always provides a way out. Now, you may have a gun to your head. Like if you want to think of those extreme examples, still, like, still, you know, what's the worst they can do? Kill you? Exactly. Right? So, uh, uh, yeah, delivering us from evil, God will provide a way out every single time. And so that when I'm counseling students about particular struggles that they have and so on and so forth, uh, I remind them, God's look for that way out because God's, it's going to be there. Right. There will always be a way out. And I think there's another facet to that. That is certainly a part of that. But yeah. I think there's also the facet of God deliver us from the influence of evil that is existing in our world. Yep. Because the there cosmic are, scale. Yeah. yeah, there are evils in this world. You know, this I forget which psalm it is, but um, where he'll protect us from the sun by day and the moon by night. That, mm-hmm. that neither, you know, that he's going to protect us from those things that can damage us in this world. Yeah, and so it is a prayer for protection. It is a prayer for. Uh, being guarded from uh, those who would do us harm. Yeah. Uh, and that's not a bad prayer to pray. We're at time, but I want to mention one last thing about this. Bring on. I think our listeners will hang there, for a minute. He will ultimately yes. deliver us from all evil. Yes. There will come a day where all temptation and all evil will cease. And again, there is that reorientation. It's that reminder. I know this to be true. Yep. So therefore, I can live my life in light of that truth. Yes. That's good. Oh, gosh. All right, John. Well, next uh, podcast will be uh, we're going to debate over <laughs> what is actually in the Lord's Prayer and what is not. So yeah, uh, y'all tune in for the next one. No doubt. Nice to Thanks. See you in a minute.